Welcome back to the Body Benefits Podcast. This is Lauren. And I'm Katie. Today, we are continuing our mini-series, and today's subject is progressive overload. Yay! So we have already done um, episodes on cardio training. We've done an episode on flexibility training and one on strength training. Today is progressive overload, and we are going to keep continuing with this mini-series mini with functional training, and there's one more neuromuscular, I believe. Um, and we will get into what all of those things mean, um, whenever we get to them in the next couple of weeks, but we're making this mini series just so you guys know what the different options are for working out and how right. to integrate them into your life because they all complement each other. Yes. And we need all of them. Yes. And sometimes it can be overwhelming and we feel like we have to do all of these things mm -hmm. where you really don't. Um, well, yes, please stretch before yes. and after your workouts. I feel like flexibility training is the, um, the little, um, I have a really bad like image in my head. It's like the little tumor that just sticks with you. Well, but I don't like want to get non-negotiable for me. <laughs> it is. It for is. me, functional or not functional, but flexibility it's like the glue, training. It's right? yeah. It's yeah. what kind of combines them all. And it, it sticks with you. Um, because if you are not working on your flexibility, it will hurt. Yeah, to you, do all I the mean, others. You'll end up, you just aren't gifting yourself the benefit of max performance yeah. and lifestyle. Exactly. So please integrate flexibility, flexibility training in all of these other modalities. Yes. All right. And with that, let's get started with progressive overload. Dun, da, da, dun. All right. So what progressive overload is, it is grad, it, Progressive overload is gradually boosting the intensity of your workouts, and there are many ways to apply progressive overload, but it usually means you're going to increase the volume, meaning the amounts of reps or sets, or you're going to increase the load, AKA the amount that you are lifting slash resisting. Because remember, um, when you are, your load could be gravity pulling on you. Like I, a pull-up, mm -hmm. I, there are those great people who can add a 10 pound weight onto their weight belt while they do a pull up. But you know what? Um, I am not quite there yet. I am still resisting gravity. Yes. Um, so yeah, there's always that option. So moving to why we need progressive overload. We need progressive overload because you want to be able to continually increase your strength. So this is not going to happen in every strength session. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not a quick fix. No, it should not happen in every strength session. If a human could add even two pounds or five pounds to their bench press or squat or deadlift, every time they walked into the gym, everybody would be the Incredible Hulk. And we would not like it, it would. It's counterintuitive. It's counterintuitive. Yeah. It, okay. Yes. It's called something else. Yeah. If you do that. And actually, I would assume because being the Hulk is, you know, a fantasy world. Yeah. We are not physically capable of doing that and withstanding it. You're more likely you're going to get injury. injury. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to set yourself back even further. Yes. In your recovery and regrowth. So, so the key word here is progressive. Yes. And it's a process that takes time. Yes. Um, I know in the strength podcast, we talked about whenever I was deadlifting super heavy. 
I didn't walk in and deadlift 170 pounds one day. Like right. it didn't just happen. Nope. <laughs> like it definitely, like I worked my way up there. Yes. Um, and so the body, it's necessary because the body will start to adapt to the current strength and resistance demands that you are placing on it. And yes, after about four to six weeks of a workout program, you may notice that you breeze through your regular amounts of reps and sets. Um, well, have you ever heard the saying, it doesn't get harder, you get Strong. Or it doesn't get easier. You get, you get stronger. stronger. I mean, it's true. And that's exactly what a progressive overload concept mm -hmm. and idea is, that your body adapts to the load and the reps and the demand that it's placing on it. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, these motions and these exertions become natural and easier. Um, but your mindset needs to shift into you're getting stronger. Your body yes. is adapting to oh. this. Yes. And this is, I texted Katie this morning and I was like, oh my gosh, it's only nine ten, and I've been to the school twice. Our kids start school at night at 845, right? Isn't that mm -hmm. when your start? 845. Yeah. Also side note, why is so late? But whatever. Anyway, I'm actually thankful for it. I feel like I would be okay if it was 815. I don't know why the 30 minutes are, I think because then it would give me more time to get to work. <laughs> I think it's the bus. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I because think it's, it's the whole like our district only has so many buses yes, and our, they have yeah. routes. But I mean, that is a research podcast all by itself. Um, there have been studies that show that children, you know, are better off when they start school later in the day, but, especially the teenagers. They okay, but isn't it. it ironic because the teenagers, sorry for this tangent, guys, but the teenagers here, what time does your start? Seven, seven twenty two or something. Yeah. Some like, weird I time like that. Um, ours start at like 7.15 or 7.20. And I'm like, why? And yeah. then the little kids, because most of the schools where we live are like K through eight or K through six. Um, they start at 8.45. I'm like, why don't they flip this? They need because to Because you it. know, you know those kindergartners are well awake before oh, yeah. 8.45. Oh, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but anyway, school starts at 8.45. My son, he calls me at 8.35. He had just, I live so close to his school like he he is able to get to school within five minutes from our house mm -hmm. so it's not super far um and sometimes it makes more sense if i just walk something to the school and this morning he calls me he'd gotten to the school and he was like mom it's a code red and i'm like oh no what does this mean um, <laughs> like a million things go through your mind he was like I he has sensory issues and so he wears earplugs whenever um, it's somewhere loud and he has music today and he forgot his earplugs on ah, the counter. Gotcha. And he was like, I forgot my earplugs. I was like, oh wait, no, there's backups in your backpack. And he goes, no, I checked and there's the box, but it's empty. And I'm like, is it really? Cause I thought I had checked it, but maybe not anyway. And I'm like, oh crap. And so I like, luckily I was not in my pajamas. I was already dressed. <laughs> Because today was my day off. And so yep. I did not have to get dressed super early. But luckily, I had already gotten dressed for the day. I threw on some shoes and I sprinted. And in this sprint, I was like, this does not hurt. Yay. Like, this does not hurt. I am moving. I am propelling. Like, all the things were working. And I was like, look at that strength training. I can sprint <laughs> because I deadlift. And because I do cardio. Yes. And then 
I had to sprint back home because it started raining really hard. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't like I it's actually cool in Phoenix right now. I know if you're listening and you're in like Alaska or the upper Midwest, yes. this is not cold for you, but it is 40 degrees. And so, you know, it's mm-hmm. I've left in like a light long sleeve shirt and I was like, oh, I Ooh. maybe should have grabbed something on my way out. <laughs> But I was in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got to the school at 8.37. Thank you. That so is awesome, I was Lauren. moving. That is your um, little testimony for why you should See, strength train. See, real life situations. And that's it the happens. whole point, right? It is the whole point. That is the exact point like, of why I'm, we do all this stuff. So exactly. Like, I'm so glad. Take challenges and mm-hmm. meet them. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so glad that I could just like, sprint over to the school and then come right back. Well, see, in life, life has so many stresses. Mm-hmm. We live in a day where we are probably more stressed than any other era. Like when I say era, like I'm working in decades, like yeah. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we were probably more stressed now than we ever were in the world. And if you can keep up with like something like a progressive overload, then you're actually subtracting the stress yeah. that cortisol release in your life so that you can actually maintain like the ability to sprint to your school. Can you imagine if you had to sprint there and you your body was not prepped for it and you were not able to do it? Then yeah. that adds another stressor Stress. to your life. Well, because I've been there before when like I've been injured or something and I had mm-hmm. to get someplace fast. And it's like every step you take, you're like, oh my gosh, this hurts. I don't want to do this. This is so, right. you know, it mm-hmm. really... And it does, it adds an extra stress because you're like, oh my gosh, am I going to make it in time? Right. And the way my son's school is set up, um, the kids can go in one way, but parents have to go in a different way. So he just walked out and met me. Yeah. But where the parent entrance is, it's like on the complete opposite side. side. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that that I was able to sprint. So I I mean, this is lazy, but then I didn't have to walk to the other side. Now I did have to go to the other side about... 10 minutes later because I walked in and he had also forgotten his water. And <laughs> when you live in Phoenix, it's like we all have our emotional yes. support water bottles mm-hmm. um, everywhere we go. Yes, everywhere. So I had to take him his water anyway. But that's a, like my little plug, like strength training. Yes. Have you ever also heard the phrase that you can't rush your healing? Oh, yeah, you can't. You can't rush progressive overload. Mm-mm. Nope. It is. It is something that... You have to trust the system and you have to, I mean, it's we'll a process, talk about yeah. the benefits in a few minutes, but just understanding that it would not be progressive overload if we want the quick fix yeah. or if we want um, results well, right like, away. Another, another example is my mom um, is a Spanish teacher and she would always say, she's like, look, you can't cram for a Spanish test. Just like you can't cram for a music test. Like either you know it, like you've been building it up Mm -hmm. or you don't. Yeah. Because. Exactly. You can't. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, and okay. So we have a lot of life lessons here. My son got to a stage where he wanted his mac and cheese right away. And, and I told him, you know, it's, you can take these moments to teach your children and then also to remember yourself. What would happen if we skipped boiling the noodles? Yeah. And we just added the cheese, added the milk, added the butter and mix it all up without boiling the noodles. Would you still want the mac and cheese? And he was like, "Ew, no. Yeah. And I'm like, can you rush boiling water? No, you can't. Mm -mm. So I was like, so either you can wait Mm -hmm. and we'll boil the noodles and then we'll do all the mix ins. And now, guys, I used to make 
box mac and cheese. And then my aunt made homemade mac and cheese that's just as fast and oh, it's so, so much, much better. better. So much it better. It tastes so much better. And to the point where my son actually has met the recipe memorized now. Oh, so he'll him. do it himself. But anyways, you can't rush things. So if you want the end product and you know what the end product is, mm-hmm. you cannot rush through the steps Mm-mm. and expect the same results. And that's why, I mean, I that's why I love that it is called progressive mm-hmm. overload because it is when you progress and I tell people this in my classes all the time, especially yoga, because I'll see people get frustrated because even in yoga, you are progressively oh, yeah. overloading. You can't just drop into the splits. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe... Maybe well, if, if you're, you're hypermobile. like hypermobile and <laughs> but you're, you're not 16, doing yourself any but you're not, by doing yeah. that anyways. No. And so I always tell people like maybe you moved a millimeter more. Yeah. That is still progress. Small yep. progress is still progress. progress. Yeah. And it's a marathon mindset. Mm-hmm. Like this is there's no like maybe you have goals intermittently within your progressive overload. But progressive overload is infinite. Yeah. There's no stopping because there's always, always room to progress. Well, and and there's always not only, it's not going to be a straight line up. Like if you're Mm -hmm, looking at a graph, it's not going to be a straight diagonal line up. Life is not linear. Because life is not linear. And so there are going to be things that um, are going to set you back. Mm -hmm. But yes, they may be a setback in your workout, but they may be something that are propelling you forward in life in other areas. Like maybe. Yes. um, I love that so much. You get. It's a seasonal. It's it's a seasonal thing. And I'm not saying there is a season. Yeah. And I'm not saying stop working out. I'm saying maybe your workouts kind of go on autopilot and you're just like, all right, I'm going to go and lift two days a week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do cardio two days a week. And that's what's going to happen because I got this big promotion at work and I got to focus on that right now time to do Mm -hmm. or I remember whenever I was or I park a little bit further in the parking lot and I walk a little bit longer yeah exactly Mm -hmm. whenever I was a new mom it was like okay I know that I can commit to two days a week of working out because that's all that my exhausted body would let me Mm -hmm. and that's what I did um there may be injuries. There's this girl that is a fitness influencer yes. on Instagram. Her name is Sohi Fit. So S O H E E F I T is her Instagram. She is amazing and she made this awesome reel and we will try to link it in our show notes. And in it basically she is talking about how everybody's life is different. And this yep. is like a little bit of a soapbox of Lauren is that whenever somebody says, "Well, you or like, why didn't you go to the gym? You have to make time. You have to be able to, you don't <laughs> right. want it bad enough. If, if you, yeah. If you're not doing it, then you don't want it not bad enough. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's like, wait, well, okay. Uh, my, my husband works a lot. Like, or maybe I don't have a car. Yeah. Or maybe I have a screaming child yeah. that screams during childcare and, and doesn't going to the gym. I just get called out anyways. Yeah. Or what if like you are a student and yeah. you can't afford the gym? What, right. I mean, what these if, are like, you don't have money. Yeah, these are all luxuries yeah. that we realize. And so, if you, I mean, we also realize that people do need to take care of their physical health. Mm-hmm. But it does. It's not helpful if you know you've got a friend over here calling you out, or if you are that friend calling somebody out, saying like, "Well, you just don't want it bad enough. Like, you really need to do this." Like, no. yeah, you can't. You can't assume anything. Mm-mm in the fitness world and even just the idea of what's fit Mm -hmm. is so like 
It's so arbitrary. It is. So when we talk about progressive overload, you really need to offer yourself some grace yeah. and, and just take movement for what it is. Yeah. And like, so Lauren and I are going to go over what it is, how you do it and, and all that stuff. But when it comes to the actual application, like movement and wellness is a luxury that mm -hmm. we gift ourselves, but we also give ourselves grace that we do what we can. Yep, exactly. So with all of that said, these are some benefits of progressive overload. So number one, it obviously increases your strength. That is the whole purpose of progressive mm -hmm. overload. Now, remember, you're not going to bulk up. Nope. Remember, you're not bulk remember up. from strength training. So when you increase in strength, it's not means that your butt's going to progressively get bigger and bigger and bigger and mm -hmm. bigger and bigger. It's because you get stronger. Mm -hmm. um, number two, it helps you to stay motivated because you're able to see um, the you're able to see the progress. Yes. Like it feels so good whenever you walk in there and you're like, yes, I just added this much weight mm -hmm. to this lift or you think, yes, I just held that plank for, you know, three or four seconds longer than I exactly. Did like you're yeah. hitting these in the gym world. We call them PRs, mm -hmm. personal records. Um, Can I put in a little plug for motivation? So I had this thought when I was looking through the um, write up and and I have been trying to figure out how to be motivated to work out. Because I know in January, we're all super set on our goals. We have them in sight. Mm -hmm. We're taking action. And then after 11 weeks, we kind of taper off. Maybe by April, we're like gone. Yeah. So like how how do we create a mindset that is especially in progressive overload because it takes time and we get bored or whatever. Mm -hmm. How do we create that mindset to keep going? And I, I have been doing a little bit of research and thinking about it. And the motivation comes after, after the mm -hmm. results no, well not so even, after, even the results, after the action it comes after the action you have to take that action mm -hmm. first like so I, you can't rely on mm -mm. somebody else's motivation mm -mm. or somebody else's inspiration or whatever to get you to motivate yourself you really it is that i just just got to go and do it yeah and so that's that's part of the discipline is remembering i feel better after mm -hmm. i do this every single time so just do it and then keep doing it and it then really you see is, the results yeah. and those results are what gives you that motivation to keep going but that motivation like if you don't see the results is because you're not doing the work yeah and so um and the results by that we don't mean like losing weight lifting more weight the results is like i am i am being consistent yeah well and they can be they can be body composition and they can too. be in fact i was going to mention here if you're starting a new workout program, take a picture of yourself. Yeah. And it, you don't have to share it, but it's nice to have, I mean, and I'm not going to say get a measuring tape and measure your, you know, body index and, you know, your parameters and stuff, but take a picture of yourself and commit to six weeks mm -hmm. and take a picture of yourself at the end of the six weeks. And you'll, I, you'll notice a change changes, yeah. even if it's a postural change. Yeah. So maybe you're not losing any weight because remember, muscle weighs more than fat. Mm -hmm. Um, but maybe it's a postural change. Maybe it's a glow in your face, mm -hmm. you know? And so those results that you can see motivate you to keep going the next six weeks yep. and then the next six weeks. So, well, and not even just like the ones that you can see, but the ones that you feel, yes. you'll start to sleep better. Keep a journal. You, you'll hear, you'll feel those exercise endorphins. Yep. All those things, the way that you feel. Cause 
I mean, we, yeah, it's like brushing your teeth. Like what little kid wants to brush their teeth, <laughs> yeah. but they have to. And right? once, you know, it's done, it's done. It's that whole being consistent, mm-hmm. being disciplined and yeah, motivation. It comes after the action. Like, so just go out and do so it. So Just go do it. That it's is like your Nike motivation said. from us. Yes. And take it from people who know mm-hmm. we do know. Just go out and do it. Oh, there are days the first I don't step. want to go to the gym. 100%. I think 100% of all the days. You know, sometimes people have this crazy idea that we are up at 6 a.m. Oh, gosh, like, no. like aching to get to the no. gym to teach. No, 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 guys. We are human. Yeah. We sleep in. We put the snooze button mm-hmm. on. In fact, I did that like four times this morning. Same. And um, we get up and we look at ourselves in the mirror and we say, I don't want to go to work. Yep. You know, but guess what? We do. It's still. Yeah. And we take that step to make it to work. I mean, like we're obligated by law. Yeah. Like it is our job. It is our job. However, how many of how many times you wake up in the morning and you just don't want to do it? Yeah. And I mean, everybody has that feeling Mm -hmm. where they're like, I don't want to go to work. Yeah. And then, you know, so we show up to work. And one of the greatest things about being a fitness instructor is that when we finally get there and we see the looks in your faces, you're relying on us to create some energy and pumping up. And we feed off that energy. Right. And we feed off that energy. And then by the time class is done, we are so glad that we came. Like we might not be elevated and feel on top of the world. Most times we are, but there are some times where it's like, okay, I'm glad I came. Yeah. Now I can move on with the rest of my day. Exactly. So. Exactly. Number three for <laughs> benefits is muscle hypertrophy. So you are, your muscles are getting bigger or yep. they're getting, um, more aesthetically pleasing. Yep. Um, balanced so yeah, everything balanced. that we, I mean, check back, referring back to that strength training. Um, last thing really quickly before we move on is discipline. Oh yeah. Can I just tell you, I have a hard time with discipline because I'm very sporadic and, you know, I'm kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. However, if there's something that I've learned to do for a long period of time, I feel so good about myself yeah. because I've learned to discipline myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like that trophy that like that gold star that yeah. Katie, I did, I something did something that was really hard for me. And if I can do that, what else can I do? Exactly. So it's just, you know, it's not just a a physical thing. It is mindset. It is training, you know, life skills Mm -hmm. because we're always going to get curveballs. Oh, yeah. And the way that we discipline ourselves on in our exercise programming mimics the the discipline that we use or have in all aspects of life. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so how to progressively overload. Number We talked about this a little bit um, last week in strength training. So number one, you can add in more weight. Mm-hmm. Number two, you can increase the volume or so you're adding in more repetitions or more sets. Yep. Number three, you increase your range of motion. So say you are um, deadlifting and you do a deficit deadlift. So like Ooh, where- Those are sometimes my favorite. I have a love-hate relationship because I'm, I already feel so short and I'm like, this is so much harder. Uh, <laughs> well, but then somebody who has really long legs, the fact that I can go into deficits. Exactly. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, for me, it's just like, I'm like, everything is already a deficit, you guys. <laughs> I'm already short. Um, so, yeah. So that would be like if you as the human are standing slightly elevated and the bar is 
slightly lower than you or the dumbbells yeah. are slightly mm-hmm. lower than you. Yeah. So then you're, you've got more range of motion from where you're bending. And, you know, a great way to test your range of motion is in your dynamic stretches before yep. you work out. Exactly. Learning where your limits are and then really focusing on micro movements beyond mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, you combine resistance and I wrote down the word apparatus, but like the stuff you're using. <laughs> so say um, I did this in the bar class that I taught yesterday. I gave them an option. We were doing bicep curls. So they had the dumbbells in their hands. And if they wanted to add some weight or load or resistance, they could take a loop uh, resistance band and put it around their forearms and then pick up the dumbbells and then bicep curl. Okay, um, I took that class. How was that, Katie? And I got to tell you, my arms, my biceps, my shoulders were on fire. 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 That is one of my favorite fire. ones. Um, Lauren, like I could see it in her eye, her devil eyes. She was like, <laughs> yes! I was like, we're doing it. I know. It's one of my favorite and ones to add. she was happy that we were feeling things. Because you feel it in your shoulders, too. Oh, yeah. Like, really, oh, yeah. really works yeah. right here. And then guess what? We went and lifted heavy right after we that. We did go lift heavy I after that. I posted something on my Instagram account. Like, I went into muscle failure. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Poor Katie. Legit. I was like, you're going to do the bar. And, and it was recorded. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm not doing the bar. I knew better. I knew. You can go check it out. I'll, I'll post it in the comments so you can so you can ch- check it out. It's pretty funny, actually. So, yeah, you can combine your your stuff, your apparatuses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number five, you can take momentum out by adding a pause or adding a tempo count to the lift. So, yeah, working your eccentrics. and Yeah, working your yep. eccentric. So your eccentric, that means when the muscle is lengthening, getting longer. Mm-hmm. Um, concentric is like you're coming in together. Yes. So I like to think of it as eccentric is is anything that um, brings you closer to the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Concentric is anywhere that you are putting Kinda distance between mm-hmm. you and the earth. The earth. Yep. So so say that you are take that bicep curl for mm-hmm. example. So your arm is long down by your side, and then you curl it up quick, and then you go down for five, four. Three, two, one, power up quick. Then you go down for that slow count. And it's, um, promise you, it's going to get hard real yes. fast. Maybe we'll do that in bar tomorrow. I think that's a great idea. Um, just w- another quick way to progressively overload is to um, decrease your rest. Yes. In between Take out some sets. of the rest time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that would be our number six is you decrease, decrease rest time. Rest time. Um, quick note here. So we should talk about an importance of a deload week. Yes. Um, deload with emphasis. In, oh yes. I put it, it was another one in bold in all caps with like five exclamation points. Um, you cannot, and you should not add in a progressive overload each week because because it's not progressive. It's I mean, not, you are rushing the, the process too much. Um, your body is not able to adapt yes you are not giving your body enough time to adapt to that and so you need to be able to hit i mean i want to say homeostasis but i know that's not the correct term but it kind of is yeah well it kind of is but i think the idea is is if you overstress the body your body releases cortisol which combats fat fat like fat burn and or and even muscle strength Mm -hmm. and so if you're adding in cortisol to your workouts you're actually negating everything that you're working to gain Mm -hmm. so you really have to 
come to stress, like as far as like working in load and force to a point where your body can manage it normally in mm-hmm. a, you know, that home, like rest, like yeah. a base, a base. You have to have a baseline before you progress. Yeah. Um, and so you, it, how I structure things as a trainer, how other trainers have structured things for me mm-hmm. is that you, one, need to prioritize your recovery so you don't overtrain. Um, yes. And it's best to add a deload week every four to six weeks. Yeah, um, so let's talk about what deloading actually is. Yes. So this is where you train at a lower intensity so your body can recover. So it doesn't mean that you just stop going to the gym for the right. week. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Um, you just reduce your load or your volume. You're doing the same workout. Mm-hmm. Or maybe your deload week is a new workout, right. like a new set of exercises in your workout program that you and when i say new i mean a variation on the big five <laughs> the big five ain't going anywhere guys they've been yeah. around for years they're not going anywhere well explain what the big five are to our listeners so in case you didn't listen last week you should really go back because it's great big mm-hmm. five would be deadlift so pulling something up off the ground using your leg muscles um squats you've got your bench press or chest press you've got a pull-up and a overhead press overhead press Mm-hmm. So with those five, the rest of the exercise world is kind of a variation on yeah. all of those things. There's so many out there. Oh, there's so many variations. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you think about a lunge, some people call lunges split squats because the legs are split mm-hmm. from each other and you are just bending at the knees going yep. down. Um I prefer to call them a lunge because I need my brain to <laughs> categorize them differently. But anyway, um, so the deload week would be maybe you have a set of new workouts that you're doing that week. And so you're going to go like 50% less or maybe. Mm-hmm. So some trainers say you need to go 50% on that weight. Mm-hmm. Some people say, eh, just go like 20% less because it'll still be lighter. Right. But you're giving your body time to recover mm-hmm. and you're still working. Right. Um, you know, and this is where you come into this like non-judge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're at the gym and you know this is your deload, you have to check your ego hard. Yes. Yes. Yeah. D- you know, let go. Let go of it. Understand that everything that you're doing is benefiting for you. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let your ego get in the way and yep. don't be shy about it. Like, oh, yeah. Own that deload. Oh, yeah. Like my deload week is maybe not my favorite week. Oh, it's like my favorite week. For me, my favorite (laughs) week is like the week I'm maxing out just to see what I can get. And then, but also because because, I guess maybe it's a different, it's mentally different because maybe because the max out week, that's my last week. That's like my fourth or fifth week. And then I know the deload week is coming. Okay. So that's, yes. Does that make sense? It's like I'm looking forward to it. Push to get it done. Exactly. Fourth or fifth week. And then you get your, your dessert, your rest period. Yeah. Exactly. Guys, please. Deload. deload. My gosh. I don't know how many more times we can say deload. Let's um, say it one more time. Deload. And rest. And rest. Please. All right. So we are going to explain a progressive overload type workout. And guess what? You're about to get a free workout from us because we're about to say it. You're welcome. You are welcome. So this is an example for a two day a week strength training workout to start out. For somebody that's like, new to lifting Mm -hmm. and they're figuring all these things out. So say 
you lift weights on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So see how there was a rest day in between? Yes. There's Wednesday. You can, maybe you just go for a walk. Maybe right. you, you go, don't stop moving. Yeah. It's just that you're not dedicated in your exercise program. Exactly. So Tuesdays, I have five exercises that you're going to do. Number one is squats, and you're going to do it three sets for 10 to 12 reps. So three sets, that's how many times you're going to do these repetitions, and you're going to take a break after you do 12, and then you do 12 again, and then you do 12 again, okay? That, that is three sets back to back to back. And then number two would be bench press, same thing, three sets, eight to 10 reps. Uh, number three would be reverse lunges, three sets, eight to, uh, no, not eight to 10. Three sets, 10 reps per leg. Yes, per leg. So you're doing 12, or I'm sorry, 20, 20 total. lunges mm -hmm. total. Because guess what? If you have two legs, you get to work each one. And yep. if you're doing this with one leg, props to you. And I look up to you immensely. Yes. We have a lady that comes to the gym that, or she used to be, actually, she used to live here. I haven't seen her in a long time. And she works out. She has lost a leg. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. She is the coolest lady I've ever yes. met in my life. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, so, and then number four, you have pull-ups, three sets, six to eight reps. It can be ass assisted. Totally can be assisted. <laughs> they can be shrugs if you can't yep. do the full pull-up. Exactly. And then number five is a plank. So that's what you would do on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, you would have number one, deadlifts. Again, three sets, 10 to 12 reps. Number two, push-ups, three sets, 12 to 15. Number three would be glute bridges or hip thrusts, three sets, 12 to 15 reps. Number four, you would have a cable or a dumbbell row. So three sets, 12 reps, and then five would be dead bugs. So all of these things, these are two full body workouts. Right. And we could progress these. So say you But could, you're doing the exact same thing every single Tuesday, every Thursday. Every single Tuesday, for Thursday. Five for, to six weeks. Yeah. So four to yeah. six weeks is usually about what it is. Mm -hmm. And these are straight sets. And yes. if you want to work out this way, it's completely fine. A lot of people have kind of deviated from straight sets. Yeah. I haven't done straight sets in a very long time, to be honest. Um, well, it's because the thing, is, the nice thing about straight sets is that, you know, it's coming next. Oh, and you can and, remember it super and, easy. Yeah. It's you have to remember five memory. things. Yeah. It's easy to remember if you only have five things, but mm -hmm. let's, let's moving on to a different kind. Yeah. So when in these, you can progress the squats. You can do body weight squats. You could add dumbbells. You could at a bar. Now, this is, this is um, after. Yes, after. So let's say maybe week four, five, or six, you start adding. Mm -hmm. You start adding dumbbells, in dumbbells to your body weight mm -hmm. squats. If you started with dumbbells, maybe you start to squat the bar. Stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, and all of those things can progress. So with this workout, it's called a split. This is how your workout is split up. Yeah. Um, you keep the same splits as we were saying for about four to six weeks, and then you can switch it up. So even though your splits are the same, like I'm saying here, I like to think of Joe Fox. Your progressive <laughs> overload is if you don't know who Joe Fox is, go look him up. Go look him up. He's on You've Got Mail. It's played by Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. I'm like, oh, I don't know if, if like there's anyone young that's listening. I'm like, they're gonna be like, who's Joe Fox? <laughs> well, it's time to educate them. Go look it up. Go look it up. Um, and it, he has a line and he's like, I have a project that needs some tweaking <laughs> progressive overload. That's all it is, is it you are really tweaking is. all of mm -hmm. these things to help your body build more strength. Yep. Um, 
so your splits would be the same. And, and if you're if you're listening to this and you're kind of getting overwhelmed, don't worry because I am going to put this whole thing yep. in the comment section so yes. that you have a reference to look at. Yep, exactly. So like it'll be written down for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I promise you that in my own personal workout, so talking about the big five, these big five moves that we just discussed, um, I will always walk in and bench press at least one time a week. Yep. I will always deadlift at least one time a week, probably more. Um, in a different variation, I'll mm -hmm. probably do like a regular barbell deadlift and then I'll vary like that will variate into like a B stance into like, yeah, rapid. Like, right. We're just making little tweaks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, same with squats, hip thrust, glute bridge. They are the big five for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, the benefits of them don't change, but the science, the way, the way, uh, scientists are studying the human body right that is what changes like yes. we're constantly tweaking and exploring how mm -hmm. progressive overload works in the body yeah and like the differences of like range of motion oh yeah yeah huge like katie and i there's this guy that we follow um he's very famous his name is brett contreras he's mm -hmm. known as the glute guy and we were watching one of his reels the other day and it was talking about how, and he like has his PhD, like he is part of these studies. Yeah. Um, where they were doing a step up on a box and- It was a step down. Was it a step down? It was a step down. It was a step down because you had to control it going yeah. down. That's right. So you think of Listeners, your- Listeners, do you remember what that is? They're like- Eccentric. Eccentric. <laughs> Just a so little re recap. Imagine that you have stepped up onto like a very high step. Mm -hmm. And now you need to lower one leg down slowly. Mm -hmm. So he said that his research has found, and not just his, but, you know, for research to be valid, it has to be checked multiple mm -hmm. times. But it's finding that you work the glute more when you reach that leg that's lowering way back. And yeah. so, yeah, you're still working the glute if you just drop that leg straight down that's reaching down. Mm -hmm. But it works even more if you add range of motion in there. So right. that is how you're progressively mm -hmm. overloading. Yeah. And it's it's actually for Lauren and I who are super geeks and we mm -hmm. are watching this being done on this reel. And he kind of puts a side by side um, example yeah. of when the foot drops underneath the hips yep. as opposed to reaching the foot back. What it does with the glutes is it actually lengthen the, lengthens them more mm -hmm. with that extension of the back leg actually increasing the load and the strength that it takes to then like press back up press as back you stand up. Yeah. up again. So, you know, it's just when you're creating your workouts and you're progressively overloading, do not limit yourself to weights. Yeah. Really, oh my gosh. It, we did the, okay. I did that step down last Friday. I was uh -huh. so sore. I was so sore. Yeah. And I used no weight. It was my body. It was yeah, my your body, body weight. Your body is an amazing thing. Yeah. And offered. And you know, if, like we talked about earlier, if you don't have access to gyms, don't feel like you are limited yeah. in your progressive overload. In fact, reach out to us. We will help you. Oh, yeah. We will definitely give you some ideas and um, help you through a progression that works with just body weight. Yeah. Because there are ways. I mean, the Marines don't do the push-up clap thing for no reason. It works. Oh, my gosh. I could never. Like I have, okay, I love I have, them. <laughs> I have zero desire. Going, going back to you know what what we like and what we need more. I'm and guys, like, you no. know what? 
the big five works the entire body. Yep. Make sure that you do not um, be balanced, please. Yes. That's that's the encouragement there. Be balanced. Be balanced. Mm-hmm. See, I have to do push-ups because I hate them. It's like yeah. eating. Well, you know, you can do push-up shoulder taps instead of claps. Yes, but those still suck. <laughs> it's I just don't like them. But well, if you make me do bicep curls with resistant bands, then <laughs> you I'm going to make, make you do, do push-ups, push-ups with sh- shoulder, shoulder taps. taps. I know. All right, you guys. And that was our rundown on progressive overload. It was yeah. quick. It was fast. It was a lot of info. So if you have questions, please reach out. We would love to hear from you. Yes. And please spread the word. We would love to have these podcasts um, be shared, be listened to by your friends and family or anybody that you feel like um, could benefit from these podcasts. After all, we are the body benefits. Yes. And we are here for you. So thank you so much listeners for um, joining us today. Don't forget to check out our website. We have a lot of great workouts and Mm -hmm. a whole section on an exercise library. I yeah. think we have over 200 exercises, yeah. like like actual exercises in there. So that's a great resource and it's free. So you don't have to worry about, I think you do have to create an account. After you create an account, yeah. you have access, lifetime access to all of these different workouts. Um, and they're categorized by weights, mm-hmm. body weight, resistance. You have some classes that you can always reference to. And Check us out on Instagram at the body benefit, the body benefit, <laughs> the body benefit. <laughs> let me, let me, you restart. sound like the guy from frozen that they find in the woods. <laughs> yeah. The body benefits on Instagram. We have a lot of fun reels and a lot of fun content going out there. Yep. I'm very excited future, for our so. reel tomorrow. Oh, I'm so excited too. The, they will have seen it by now then. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Yep. All, All right. right. Thanks so much for joining. Have a wonderful day. See you guys. Bye. Bye.